The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from absolutely beautiful, sunny Arizona. This is one of those kind of days that we wait for a little warm, but you know, after 110 to 120, it feels cool. Um, lovely day. The weathers continue to be crazy all across the country. We're now exceeding our average rainfall, which is unusual, uh, rainfall for this season. It's a good thing, except so many people have had property damage because of the wildness of the storms. Um, I don't remember in all the years I've lived in Arizona that storms have been as fierce as they've been this year. On the self-improvement blog this week, you're going to find all kinds of articles. Uh, One uh, about what makes you happy. It's a fun one. One that helps you assess your own state of health. It's time that we really start taking responsibility for our own health. There's one today on uh, pet peeves, one on beliefs. We're beginning to take a look at mind tools, so you're going to see more and more about these tools, brainwave entrainment, hypnosis, subliminals, some of the things that make us think the way we do and help us get a little more balanced. And the healthy recipe of this week is for crab meat nachos. And when I went to the store, I forgot to get crab meat. Let me tell you, they look wonderful. And we are going to have some crab meat nachos in this house. Today, we're going to ramble just a little bit. We're going to talk about how important it is to know what you believe What you believe, not what you were told you have to believe, but what you figured out for yourself and accepted what you believe. And we're going to bring it down to where the rubber meets the road. So we might talk about things that you are told never, ever to talk about mm, politics and religion. Isn't it interesting that the two things that affect your life the most are the ones we're told we shouldn't talk about. I mean, that's not all we're going to talk about, but that is part of it. We're going to talk a little bit about pet peeves if we have time. Now, so if you have a burning pet peeve, you might want to call in. I invite you to call in at any time with a question or a comment or your own pet peeve. You're my guest today. 
Now, you're my guest, so if you want to participate, call in at 1-866-613-1612. Let me give you that again. It's 866-613-1612. Love to have you chat a little bit. Let's begin by talking a little bit about what a belief is. It's, it's not, um, you know, something that you can't achieve. It's something you accept as true, you know, whether it is, has anything to do with reality or not. If you accept it as true, if it's a, a firm opinion of yours or a conviction of yours, if it governs your life in any way, then you can consider it a belief. It's not cast in stone, and you need to remember that. They shift as you learn more, as you get more input, as you gain new insights. And your belief is very, very personal. It's yours, and it should be yours. You know, when we're kids, we're told what to believe. We have to have a lot of guidance. But, you know, when you're an adult... It's your responsibility to figure out for yourself what you believe. Now, you, you base your daily living on your beliefs, whether you're aware of them or not. Your beliefs govern your thoughts, your words, your actions. You know, they basically define who you are and how you're going to act. So it's important to know what they are. Now, we're not aware of all of our beliefs. A lot of our beliefs are in your subconscious mind. I view the mind this way. This this metaphor works for me. The conscious mind is like the RAM memory of your computer. You know, it has what it takes to kind of run things. And your subconscious mind is like an unlimited hard drive it has all the programs and all the data, and you don't see all of those all the time, only when you need them. And with your mind, they don't pop up on a screen and say, this is what you're looking at. They manifest every day in the way you react to other people, in what you choose to do, what your choices are about all kinds of things. So today I'm going to ask you a lot of questions a lot of questions. I'm not going to give you any answers uh, because this is about your beliefs. I'm working on mine. This is a lifetime job, and I might say that several times today. This doesn't take just one little session of meditation or you know sitting down to journal a couple days a week. This is a lifetime job, really, to get to know what you believe. And it shouldn't be, you know, just, it shouldn't look like such a super task that you can't even start. No, start, you know, with some pretty basic things. You know, let's ask some questions. What do you believe about human beings? Oh, you know, sometimes we have good thoughts, sometimes we don't. But what do you really believe? Are we merely elite machines? Are we sort of a computer attached to a body um, or are we more than that you know do you have a purpose or do you subscribe to life's a bitch and then we die you know 
how you see these two things makes all the difference in the world. If you believe, I love what Eldon Taylor said last week on the show. He said he sees himself as a ber- as a verb. He's um, ex- not. Ex- he's examining or exploring or, you know, he's always changing. Is what he meant. He's growing. He's a dynamic being, not static. He's a verb. And and I love that idea of being a verb. You know, what else about people? Do you, do you believe that human beings are intrinsically good or that they're intrinsically bad or neither? In other words, you know, some of us were taught that we were born in sin. We're sinners. We'll always be sinners. Or do you believe that you were born innocent? Or do you believe that you were just born and that you were left to figure it out for yourself? You know, those three things make a total difference in the way you play out your daily life. If you think we're all bad, then who can you trust? You know, who can you love? You expect the worst from everybody. You know, you're fearful of what other people are going to do to you. And you probably have a gun. You may have learned martial arts so you can protect yourself. You more than likely have um, a, a security alarm. Who knows? Because people are bad. You can't trust them. If you believe they're good, then you can trust them. You can love them. You may be a little bit naive. You may be taken advantage of. But, you know, it's better than living in fear. Um, You can believe the best of everybody around you. You can see the beauty in them, the goodness in them. You can walk down the street without fear. You know, if you don't believe people are either intrinsically or basically bad or basically good, then, you know, that's pretty exciting because you can define life on your own terms. You know, you can sort things out and say, you know, I think sometimes we're not so good and I think sometimes we're absolutely incredible and you can sort it out on your own. These are just some of the basic things you need to think about, about being a human. And that will determine how you treat yourself and how you treat other humans around you. So where do our beliefs come from? How do we form them? How do we get to be, you know, 18 or 30 or 70 um, with with our belief system? How does it, how do we get it? How does it change? So basically, in the beginning, we accept what we were taught by our parents. And you'll believe almost anything they say because they're the big authority now, aren't they? You know, so we, we may or may not have grown up being taught certain absolutes. Um, it's nice if you get to form your own opinions or at least state your opinions. Uh, sometimes we are and sometimes we are not as children allowed to do that. Our parents are probably the biggest influence we have in our our life of beliefs. They may not say, 
this is what I believe and so this is what you're going to believe as well. But just because you see their beliefs in action on a daily basis, you may form that for yourself. You know, we, we accept the things we're taught in school until we get old enough to be a little more discerning. If the teacher says it's okay, then it's got to be okay, right? The teacher, after all, is the authority. Now, we, we form a lot of our beliefs from what we see on TV, and that's kind of a scary thing when you look and see what it is we view for hours uh, a week on TV. <clears throat> Depends on your program selection, you know, what you learn there, what your children learn there. And I cautious you parents, you adults, to be careful what you turn on on your TV when your children are there, you know, I think especially of some of the cops and robbers shows that have incredible amounts of violence and maybe you don't want them yet to see those things and learn those things. We pick up a lot on the internet as we travel around looking at different websites. <clears throat> we get all kinds of stuff in email that grab our interest and that make us take a look. So, you know, the Internet is very, very powerful in terms of what we know and what we accept. Our peers are critically important in terms of our belief system. <clears throat> I remember when I was a child and I met other children who were very different, had very be different belief systems than I did, and I, it was a real surprise to me. I just couldn't understand where they were coming from, and they probably didn't understand me either. I thought that everything I'd been taught was absolute, and it was something of a shock to me to find out that it wasn't. And it was really exciting to me when I got old enough to realize that I was in charge here, um, that I could do this uh, Everything we experience, absolutely everything we experience, anything that comes through any of the senses is going to remain with us and influence us in some way. Um, not, not the little tiny things, but the major things that we experience uh, that we learn along the way of growing into adulthood impacts our belief systems. You know, you may not be, a, be conscious of them. We've said that before, and we're going to look at that in a moment. Right now, it's time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of those more subconscious beliefs. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show saying stay tuned. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Everyone has a belief system that they stand by. It's comfortable and safe. If you believe that a hot stove will burn you, you won't touch it. Sometimes beliefs like this are practical, but some belief systems may be protecting you a little too much. These are the ones that might be holding you back. There's a secret to changing your belief system. And by doing so, achieve goals and live a happier, better life. 
Start by tuning in to Subconscious Beliefs with Dr. Hein Lambricks, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. While we were on the break, we have a caller. The caller is my good friend, Laura Cam, who's an author, an inspirational speaker, and a medical intuitive. Uh, she's been on the show a couple times, so you might recognize her. And I think she has something she wants to tell you about an upcoming conference. Listen carefully, because this is really special. Hi, Laura. You're Hi, on. Hi, It's so nice <laughs> to connect with you and your listeners again. Oh, it's always lovely to have you on. Thank so, you. what you got going? When is it happening? What is happening? Where is it happening? Well, you know, there are a lot of changes going on in the world, as, <laughs> as we all know, in every spectrum of our life, macro and micro, our very personal life. And this is a training to help develop that intuitive insight that we all have. And it's my understanding and belief, I know you're talking about beliefs today, that um, it is my experience, which, of course, forges our beliefs, that, that when you have your intuition really uh, up and running, it can help you in a myriad of ways. Merge is, it ends up merging seamlessly with your intellect, and so the two play back and forth together. makes life a lot easier. So this is a professional intuitive development training, professional in the sense that you will learn a professional quality of working with your intuition, not just, you know, reading cards or is somebody thinking of a square or a circle. It's not going to be games like that. It really does develop you as a human being and the ability to use your intuition. Uh, and alongside that's so important these days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, re- it really is. We, we, we have to kind of keep one step ahead of ourselves and certainly a few steps ahead of technology because we don't want it to do our thinking for us, which is really kind of what's happening. And so to have our own intuitive faculty up and running is, I think, absolutely essential, not only to our just day-to-day, but our evolution as human beings. And so this takes place at the gorgeous Desert Ridge JW Marriott here in Scottsdale, Phoenix area, um, and it is uh, taking place October 5th through the 7th, and there are a few seats left, not too many, but there are a few seats left. You can always go to the website 
which is www.energymedicine.org to find out more information. Now let me tell you this. I have been around Laura since her beginning, her very first classes. Her first classes were dynamite. They were so rich. Uh, I can't imagine. I haven't been in a class now for a number of years with Laura. I can't imagine how wonderful this is going to be. So really, truly, go to her website, find out about it, get yourself a spot, um, because this, I can guarantee you, will be a most, most valuable experience. You can't beat it. Um, We've been talking about beliefs and I've asked Laura to stay online with us and Laura you chime in anytime you want to. One of the things I want to talk about are some of the beliefs you believe about yourself and how they make a difference in your daily life. As a therapist I see a lot of people who think they're quote not good enough. Laura, I'm sure you've seen that, too. Yes, I have, a lot. And it, it plays underneath the conscious mind. It's a subconscious program, and you may or may not be aware of it. You, you may get the feeling of not being good enough, and pay attention to that. You know, we're all good enough. Unless you've been programmed to believe that you have to be like everybody else, you're perfect because you're you. You know, if you're being you... You can't find much fault with that. But if you believe you're not good enough, then you're going to settle. You're going to settle for things that you you would never choose otherwise. If you believe you're good enough, there's no contest. You pick and choose and make your decisions and go your way. You settle for the best job. You don't settle. You find the best job. You, You find the best mate. You find the best that you can do. Now, the other end of that is if you think you're better than everybody else, and some people do, then you think everybody owes you. Um, you're the only one with the answer. It's your way of the, or the highway. And you may wonder why you don't have a whole lot of friends. You know, it's a belief. It's a subconsciously held belief. And it affects everything you do. Now, you see some of these things in action, actually, don't you, Laura? I do, quite frequently. And it's, it's always interesting because I deal in the world of energy medicine, which encompasses a lot of different well-known modalities like Chinese medicine and, and uh, hands-on healing, touch for health, Reiki, uh, homeopathy, things of that nature. And the more... Um, um, I, uh, I look at people's bodies and also the electromagnetic field, which we know emanates around anything physical, um, is where I find these thought forms. And in a disease state, um, when I go down into, drill down intuitively into a cellular level, this is where I find um, a lot of the self-hate, self-loathing, confusion, and sadness, and just a myriad of emotion. And when things are embedded that deeply into physicality down into a cellular structure, there's a little bit of work to be done to drag that out, to pull that out of the cells, and then eventually out of the tissue, out of the body, out of the energy. And so that's the way you can heal. Um, also, I love your comments about, um, you know, uh, the value that you perceive that you have because people get mixed up. We, we focus a lot on self-love, and that's so important. And I've, 
I've found in my work and in my own life experience that self-worth undergirds self-love. If you don't understand and appreciate and honor the inherent value of you even being alive, which is what you're talking about, Irene. Yes. You know, you, you just won't get that perfect mate, perfect job, the resonance, the energy inside of you, the, your little molecules and thoughts won't vibrate to the place that matches who you are, um, at least who you want to be. It will match who you are. So if anybody's out there listening and have a piece of paper, jot it down on your iPad or your iPhone or something, start at the bottom of the page, write down self-worth. Above that, write self-love. Above self-love, write down growth. And this could be spiritual growth, activities, whatever. And then above that is self-esteem because we have that inherent value of who we are, our self-worth. Then we can really organically, honestly love and appreciate ourselves. From that, we get opportunities to grow spiritually, emotionally, mentally, even physically, strengthen ourselves. And it is only through growth, through an act you do for yourself, by yourself that we develop self-esteem. So maybe that little four-step process will help some of the listeners really tag into what their self-worth is and and really what it's about because a lot of people, when I talk about their self-worth, they just, you know, a deer in the headlights, they go blank. They can talk about self-love, but they miss the self-worth. Yeah, exactly. And how, you know, how do you begin to value yourself? You know, take a good long look at who you are. Uh, I mean, if if each individual had any idea how special, how precious, how beautiful they are, you know, it would be a little harder to hold some of those deprecating ideas, deprecating beliefs about who you are. We're just so magnificent. In all truth, <laughs> we're magnificent beings. Um yeah. So anyway, no, I, I agree with you, and I just want to add this little comment. My my younger sister, who's twelve years my junior, grew up with Mister Rogers, and he he had that idea that you know, you're very special, you're very precious, and all of that. But that whole it kind of led to a generation of people attaching that to their ego and entitlement instead of that more spiritual depth that we get through our religion, our religious practices or our spiritual practices or our contributions to people, that's when we really, really true, truly feel our self-worth and our preciousness when we, when we inherently get that at a very deep, soulful level. It's not the surface egoic, you're precious, because then it means give me everything I exactly, need. Exactly, exactly. We're talking about deeply held beliefs here, not off-the-top-of-your-head stuff, although a lot of the the off-the-top-of-your-head stuff are rooted in those deep beliefs that you're not even aware of. Um, Interesting. It's just a fascinating um, study to talk about beliefs. One of the things I want to touch on is, you know, what I think is incredibly important that you think through is what do you believe about God, about religion, about spirituality and we see this playing out on a global level right now you know tuesday was the anniversary of 9-11 i don't need to tell you that um, we saw two major incidents the siege against our embassies in egypt and libya and the murder of our ambassador and some of his staff in libya 
Now, was it really a terrible movie that set this off? I watched the trailer. I don't think I've ever seen acting as bad. Um, you know, if you believe, though, in a God that tells you to murder, avenge, blow yourself up to kill other people, um, then you may become a part of such atrocities because what you believe and what you think God is telling you to do is extremely powerful. You know, if you believe in a God who sends you to a place of punishment for all eternity because you made a bad decision, you're going to live in fear. If you believe in a loving God who wants to experience the wonderment of human life through you, you know, you'll be more likely to live in joy. Whatever your belief system is, figure it out and follow it to its logical conclusion of how it's going to show up in your daily life. Um, I'm not about to tell you what to believe. I think this is probably the most personal belief of all. And you do have the, the right to think it through and make your own choice. Laura, chime in here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying here, Irene, and... and Belief um, can can be a little shaky sometimes because we can form our beliefs based on um, our enculturation through our family, through our socially constructed reality. All of these types of things form our belief structure, and yet beliefs may not hold water. You you have to have some value of virtue underneath. Is something that you believe in, like like a lot of people, you know, we believe in the Easter Bunny here in the U.S. and 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 in <laughs> other places in the world, of. Santa Claus. You know, people hold those beliefs. Children hold those beliefs. That is a legitimate, defined belief. And and yet, as you grow and you change and you experience the world, your belief can change. Now, there are a lot more complicated things that you're talking about as far as beliefs, other than the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. But yeah. but but. Still, the inherent nature of a belief is something that can waver if it's not rooted in a deep level of virtue. So I think what you're also saying is and it is so personal, who you are, what you're here to do, how you're here to contribute, that gives you that sense of deep, deep value. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because it's about you. This part gets to be about you. Yeah, and on that note, we're going to take a little commercial break. This is Irene Conlon and Laura Camp saying, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Self-Improvement Show. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on voiceamericakids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Step up to the microphone is an exclusive presentation for voiceamerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at voiceamericakids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to voiceamericakids.tv. Are you where you want to be in life? Are you experiencing the happiness that you're entitled to? How'd you like to improve your life and well-being? Take a weekly break to listen to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life with your hosts, Jim and Lynn Swearingen. You'll learn how hypnosis can truly help you rewrite the chapters of your life. You'll also learn to change perceptions of what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. Laura Cam has joined us, and this is absolutely delightful. And we've been talking about God, religion, and spirituality in terms of our beliefs. And the, the thing is, you, you need to be able to define what it is you believe and understand how that plays out for you in daily life. And now that we've gone through that one, I want to get to that other one that we are never, ever supposed to talk about, and that's politics. You know, we have a big election coming up, and there's a lot of controversy. Do you know what you believe about politics and government? You know, what about government? Should it be on a federal level and the government makes our decisions for us, or should it be on a state local government with us having a lot of input because our representative may be our neighbor. You know, what about taxes? You know, did you realize that the government doesn't produce anything? If they're going to buy something, they have to take your money to do it with. You know, had you thought about it that way? Do you want the government to make decisions on how you spend your money? Do you think that's okay or do you think you should have more to say about it? You know, what about social issues? Some of the biggest issues in this campaign are social issues. You know, there's going to be a lot of discussion about gay rights. You know, you answer this. Should the government have the right to tell you who you can marry or if you can marry at all? What about abortion? When do you believe life starts? You know, have you thought about when you think life starts? You know, what does that mean in terms of women's rights and what does that mean in terms of the unborn child's rights? You know, should the government use your money to pay for people to have an abortion? Big questions, big issues, and before you vote for anybody, you need to know where you stand on that. That one's going to play out across the board. I googled um, issues in the election process this year, and I got a list of 51 things that 
are going to be talked about, and some of them are huge. I'm not going to read all 51 to you, but I'm going to give you a few. One is censorship in the Internet. What do you think about that? Budget in the economy. You pleased with it? And what do you believe about it? And what do you think that politicians should do in terms of campaign um, finance? You know, where are all these millions of dollars coming from and what are their parameters? You know, education, we're, we're dropping lower and lower in terms of our quality of education. Health care, you know, is huge. Immigration, terrorism, homeland security. In Arizona, we're having a big controversy over medical marijuana. Now, crime, environment, social security, these are just a few. Do you have any idea where you stand on any of these things? Now, it's really critical that you know. Now, I guess the big question is, how do you decide who you're going to vote for? Do you vote for the person who has the nicest personality or the best haircut or, you know, do you look at the issues and what they stand for? Do you know the difference between the Republican Party and the Democrat Party and their platforms? You know, do you know what your representatives in your state and city have voted for? Do you agree with it? How can you agree with it or not if you don't know what your own stand is? <laughs> so I, I recommend that you do a couple of exercises here. You know, get a piece of paper and write down those things that you think are really important and then begin working with them uh, to, to determine what you believe about God, about politics, about human beings, about relationships, about education and, you know, then get another piece of paper and put down what you believe and as close as you can discern what the candidates of both parties believe. Now, this is my, all of this is my opinion, but, you know, if you go in the voting booth and vote straight Republican or straight Democrat, you may be part of the problem. You know, because there are scoundrels in both parties, and there are highly qualified men and women in both parties. And our job is to sort them out and vote for the one who's going to give us the most government, and from my perspective, the most freedom. Um, Laura, you got anything you want to add to politics? Yeah, I, I, I really um, appreciate all that you're saying, and, and, and people really do need to step up to the plate um, at every election, local, uh, state, and certainly this national election here. It is based on principles and values, again, inherent worth of who we are. Uh, you know, are you, do you believe in the Constitution, or do you believe it's too, uh, too old of a document? It needs to be upgraded a little bit. So, you know, you really have to understand your own principles and then match as best you can, cutting through the rhetoric that we all get, the negative oh ads, the, the, you know, the, the standard fare that we all get on, on um, in either convention through everything. You know, it, you have to cut through that, and that's a feeling thing and not necessarily a thinking thing because the words are, um, are created with such rhythm and such impact that it, it's enough to... Um, 
you know, kind of entrance your mind. So you really have to go from a feeling principled point of view. But the and that's an outstanding point. Yeah. You know, it's a Madison Avenue thing. Absolutely. They know how to appeal to your senses, to your mind. Uh, and your emotions. And your emotions and will play on that both parties. Right. You know, so they you have, have to, yeah. people who are highly skilled um, setting the tone, writing the speeches, telling them what to wear, what to say, how to stand, to appeal to you. So it's important that you know as clearly as you can discern what you believe and what they stand for. If they have a voting record, look at that. Did they vote in a way that was pleasing to you that represented your values? Which one did it the most? You know, which one represents you the best? Uh, and, and that's what you need to do. That's your decision. You know, they used to say vote your conscience. Mm-hmm. I think that's a wonderful term. It is actually, yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and we used to tell everybody, you know, it doesn't matter who you vote for, just vote. But it does matter. It does it does more than ever because there there's too much hinging on it because we're not we we are a flat world now and what we do affects other other countries economics it, it affects everything so it, I think the most important thing is what you're stressing is be um, be informed within yourself and then be an informed voter about the uh, the issues and the people that stand behind them cutting through. All, all the airwaves and the junk that's out there that's used to persuade. And it, there it, is junk. Oh, of course. It, it is, as you said, very Madison Avenue. And, and there's purpose behind that because there are a lot of people that, that can't make up their mind and they'll go with the shiny object. So, so but, <laughs> well said. <laughs> you know, but, well, it, it is. It's, it's like Tolkien's work in Gollum going for the ring, the shiny ring. And exactly. so that is. That is a, a unattached consciousness uh, of that voter that doesn't really either know or therefore care. If you don't know, how can you deeply care about an issue? So you have to be informed and you have to educate yourself. And yes, it takes time and and an effort to cut through all the uh, superfluous information out there. But go with your gut, go with your your deeper heart, and and you'll make a good choice for yourself and your family. And and we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be an interesting play. You know, a lot of people vote for the person who promises them the most. And then we all want to know what's in it for me. I mean, that's the big question, what's in it for me. But it's time that we start thinking a little bigger than that. Yeah. And um, realize that we're supposed to be the country that is the kindest, the most helpful you know the you know all the good superlatives mm-hmm. and are, are you know are we are we doing that are we and, and that comes right down to where you live too are you doing what you can to help those around you um and that's another that's another whole show right um, right and well, I, and I do agree with you we, just natural as human beings we want to know what's in it for us however i do think to your point that is changing and particularly with this national election i, I believe that, you know i can feel it. it to me it's palpable in the air it is more about what what about us 
what about us as a nation? What about us as a you know a, a, you know in, in different cultures and populations within this nation? What are we going to do? Are we going to give give handouts? Are we going to give hand ups? Do we want to empower or do we want to disempower people? And and so you know how would you feel as an individual and how would your community? How would you feel in your community if it was you know put put under the leverage of disempowerment versus empowerment. So, you know, you've got to, and what is empowerment to you may not be empowerment to another. There's where it always gets interesting. That's where things start happening, and, you know, that's a a vital point. Do we want to be empowered? How much of your freedom are you willing to give away is another question, And, and it is our decision. And with that note, it's time for us to take another break. We'll be right back with more. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show saying, come back. We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hi, this is Rochelle and Jeff from Travel Hub Radio with another Travel Hub tip. You're late for your flight and there is a long line at the security checkpoint. What can you do as a traveler to improve time and efficiency and make your flight quickly? One idea is to take everything out of your pockets, such as sunglasses, cell phones, PDAs, pagers, and other metal and electronic objects. Put them in an easily accessible pocket on your carry-on luggage. If security asks you to display or operate these items, they're right there. Plus, you won't hold up the line when you have to do the walk. A metal belt buckle or a wristwatch is usually not a problem, but be aware of them and ready to to remove them quickly if needed. Wear comfortable shoes that can be quickly slipped off and on if you are asked to remove them. Most of all, if the security personnel give you specific directions or ask you a question, don't argue. Just comply and cooperate. It's not personal. They're just doing their job. For traveling tips and much more, make sure you tune in to Travel Hub Radio or listen to the show archives and podcast right here on World Talk Radio and at TravelHubRadio.com. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and we have Laura Cam, who's stayed with us for this hour. I have found this to be just absolutely delightful having you here with us, Laura. And for this next part, I think you're going to have a lot of really great input because I want to talk about how we can begin to uncover and discover some of those more hidden beliefs, and this is really right down your alley. You know, the starting place for me is to say meditation, meditation, meditation. That's where you really begin knowing who you are. Uh, 
working with your beliefs is a full-time, lifetime job. You don't sit down in one meditation or a week of meditation, a month of meditation, and all of a sudden know all those little hidden programs in your life or things that you want to improve or things that you find to be wonderful. It's a daily thing and you don't always get it. In fact, you rarely get it at the time. It comes floating through at some of the most interesting moments um, that you get a little insight here and a little glimmer there, a little more feeling of coherency, cohesiveness. Uh, meditation for me is the key tool. Um, I, Laura, I think I know what, <laughs> what you have to say about meditation. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you too, again, on this point. Um, to understand the nature of one's mind will lead you to the nature of who you are and your position about and within the world, within the cosmos even. So meditation is the simple act of focusing on the breath. Your mind will absolutely take you off of that focus as it does off of every focus. And you recognize that in in whatever amount of time it takes you to recognize it. And then it's like, oh, I'm off my breath and back to the breath you go gently, never scolding or chastising. No, no, so, it just is what it yeah, is. It is. Yeah. There are some tools that help you. I've talked to a number of people who say, I've tried, I've worked at it, I've done everything. They may have made much more cro- progress than they're able to discern, but it, they're ready to give up because they just don't seem to be able to get there wherever there is. Well, th- that's but, just it. There, there is some pie-in-the-sky idea of an yeah. empty mind, and there is no such thing as an empty mind. There's spaciousness in through which all things can move. So it's, it's about, again, it's some erroneous egoic expectation that, well, I'm going to meditate, so I'm going to be still quiet and float off of my pillow. I'm going to be levitating in the next yeah. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's our fast food mentality and all that crazy, wacky stuff. It goes on in our mind, and uh, it's been that way since human beings became yep. more conscious. But so, there are some tools. There are. There are tools. Good tools. You know, um, last week we had Eldon Taylor on. He has made some wonderful hypnosis CDs, uh, has a book coming out with some CDs that will teach you self-hypnosis that take you very quickly down to a deeper level. Um, there are certain brainwave states that we know we're in in meditation, and those are generally alpha and theta uh, brainwaves. And there are programs that will help you get there. You know, Alden Taylor has some of those. He has subliminals, which are simply recordings that have dialogue that you can't hear or can barely hear. I wouldn't never touch them because I didn't know for sure what was on there. Uh, Alden Taylor, I I would trust absolutely that his subliminals are what they say they are, and they're very powerful. Um, Another thing that's a little more contemporary is brainwave entrainment. And there's some wonderful things out now that really help you get down into a um, meditative level and keep you there long enough for you to do the work and and really help balance 
the two hemispheres of your brain, help you get calmer. They have all kinds of wonderful, wonderful results. There are several that I'll mention. One is called Life Flow. Uh, It's Outreach's Project Meditation, and it's really quite, quite good. Very well done. Another one is called Transparent Corporation. They have a program called Neuro Programming. Take a look at those, Life Flow and Transparent. I would recommend those two. There are many more on the Internet, but people who have such chatty minds that they just really don't seem to be able to you know, calm down um, might find these very helpful. You know, I love them. I use them on a regular basis, not not just for meditation, but for a, a number of other things. So, you know, I don't know whether you've tried any of those, Laura, but uh, I find them very helpful. But no, I haven't personally tried them, but I often recommend these types of of, of, of products uh, to clients who do have trouble cutting through their their own their own self and in their own mind and you know i call it the busy bee syndrome you know the mind is just buzzing around like crazy and you you really have a tough time uh because you're multitasking at a at a super speed all the time mentally so using a tool such as these will give the mind something to attach itself to other than all the other racing thoughts and so that allows you to almost like hop in a car and a chauffeur-driven car for, for that. Yes. <laughs> and being taken to a different place inside of yourself where you can hook into those natural, deeper waves of the brain that, that are not scary, that are not, you know, mind-bending in any way, shape, or form, but they, it's a natural part of you that, that does uh, support the relaxation response. When your body's not relaxed, your mind won't be relaxed. When your mind's no, not relaxed, and you won't get any. It's a rule of the subconscious mind yeah. that you have to be relaxed to get any information from it. Right, you know. right. And, and, the, and at least in the beginning. I, I absolutely agree with that, at least in the beginning. And so we all have to start somewhere. So these are great tools to help, help you go there. And then after a while, you get your meditation cushion out, and, and you focus on the breath, and you watch your mind slip away in a second and a half, and then right back to the breath. Again. Right back. So, but it's a, yeah, it's, it's called entrainment. It is. And what what that is, is when you're aligning with not only physiology and and the chemistry that comes from that, but also certainly energetically on a very quantum level of thought. And when when there's entrainment, there's cohesiveness, which means you are in, in more in harmony. And when you're more in harmony, incongruencies are things that do not belong go away. So this is this is the real benefit of all these types of tools from absolutely simple vipassana meditation to all these programs and products you're mentioning. No, it's like anything else. It it takes time. It takes sometimes some tools. It takes dedication. Uh, It takes loving yourself enough to spend the time to do it. Um, all kinds of things go into this. And unfortunately, we're right up to the end of the program. Uh, Laura, do you have any last words you'd like to leave before we leave this show today? Well, just, just a 
general comment, Irene. Uh, again, thank you for having me on today. What a surprise and a treat. And, and I just want to acknowledge your work in the world uh, with this show. The, the, oh, thank you. The positivity, the information, the, the upliftment and empowerment that you bring to so many people listening through your blog, the self-improvement blog, and, and this radio show. I, I just uh, think you're an amazing woman. And if people really, really knew you the way I do and knew what you've been through and, and the things that you've championed and the things that you've seen and the people that you've helped, they, they, would, um, they would stand in applause, I'm sure. So thank you again for all the work you're doing. Thank you for the very kind words. Next week's, guest, next week's guest is Capri Cruz, who grew up in a series of foster homes and will tell us all about that and how she went from foster care to fabulous, and I think she's going to be a special treat. Thank you so much for being with us today. From me and from Laura Cam, we say thank you for listening and come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.